0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Basic. I am Danielle and this is my podcast. I need to work on the intro a little bit more, but we'll figure this thing out together. So this past weekend, I went to the beach for the first time all summer and it was the best thing ever. It was so much of what I needed. I mean, it felt normal, but it wasn't normal, obviously, because of this whole pandemic going on, but it was just such a good basic time. And what I mean by that is that it was... Just me, some friends, some White Claw, more than a few White Claw, but it was fun. And it was just simple and it was perfect. And then, you know, of course, what beach trip would be complete without me attempting to take blogger photos and be an influencer on the beach, literally rolling around in the sand, uh, getting knocked over by waves. At one point, pretty sure my bathing suit top actually fell off. There's a lot of like really funny photos and I gotta say, it's harder than it looks. I don't know if I should ever look at the camera or if I should just like walk and have somebody just hold down the camera button and see what they find. I usually make my boyfriend be Instagram boyfriend and take photos for me. And even with him, I'm like, I don't know, just snap a picture like I'm walking, like make me laugh. I don't know. It's so hard. Like there's so much that goes into creating those pictures and that content. As much fun as it is to take a pretty picture. There is just so many pieces that we don't see when we double tap those influencer photos. Which leads me to the episode you're about to hear. You are about to hear a great conversation with Simply by Simone or Simone Polero. She is a local blogger, influencer, content creator, connector. She's a jack of all trades. She has done so much in the local influencer space and I really love all of her content, and she really is about helping people. She's really about her community, and we get into the nitty-gritty of what it takes to be an influencer, of what you should be doing, how you cultivate your brand, what is your brand? You know, for me, like, obviously part of my brand is that I'm a little basic, right? And I've always owned that, and obviously, you're listening to my podcast, Back to Basic. I've always tried to do something with it, but what else can I do with it? Where can it go? What, what am I? I mean Simone really gets into how to find your audience and and what you should be doing you know she talks a little bit about the business aspect and you know we also talk about some fun fashion trends and things like that it's a really interesting conversation and I think you will learn a lot from her and Simone and I actually go way back we did cheerleading together we went to high school and college together and when I had my radio show She was a weekly guest, and we talked about fashion trends, things that were happening in the fashion world, and it was so much fun. So for me, getting to sit back on the microphone with her was such a great throwback, and I can't wait to do it again because she is a wealth of knowledge, and I feel like I learned so much from this conversation that I'm now going to implement in my own life and in my own podcast. So I hope you're excited. And I hope that you're ready to get back to basic with Simply by Simone. Simone, thank you so much for coming on and
1: joining me for my podcast. I think this is the first podcast I've ever been on. Wait, really? Yeah, like single, like totally podcast podcast. Like I know when we did your radio show, you kind of had it streamed to the podcast, but this is like my first ever like solo dolo podcast. I'm honored that this is your first podcast. I'm so happy to be here. But you
0: have done audio, you just said. You've done my radio show in the past. You also are currently, don't
1: you do a segment on the radio now? Well, I was just on Tina's show, who's actually at the same station that you were at in Greenwich. So I, I did a recent one with her and I'll do with her from time to time. So that's really fun.
0: So you're like an old pro when it comes to talking on a microphone now. Oh, give or take. Well, for everyone who doesn't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So I am a Westchester County girl in New York and I started my blog simplybysimone.com five, six years ago now, 2014, May, 2014. And I started it when I was in between jobs. I went to school for business. I was looking for a creative outlet in between jobs, I start this like creative thing. It was so much fun, it's always been so much fun. And then eventually I I found a new job, right? So I had this like, I was in between jobs, found a new job, kept doing the blog. I was like working part time. I've always kind of been this like jack of all trades, but I always kept my blog consistent. And then that was, I worked in the financial industry for a while in human resources. And then finally my blog got me a job as an executive assistant to like basically a living legend. Now I'm doing my own thing. So I have simply by Simone and simply society, which I just recently created, which is more specific for influencers where I'm able to like, kind of give like an educational take and make different courses. Like we were talking about before I just launched a Pinterest course to help people start and grow their Pinterest and grow their brand. So, Yeah. I'm all about like helping and connecting others. And like, I'm so lucky that this little kind of side hustle has eventually gotten to me to be here, especially during this pandemic. I mean, it's been a huge opportunity.
0: Yeah. And now you're full-time Blogging,
1: right? So this is now I'm full time vlogging. Yeah, Yeah. it's. I mean, I don't even know what to call it. Like, there's so many different words because I feel like my blog is one thing, and it's like you're an influencer, you're like a content creator. I feel like I'm such a like connector is like what I always like to describe myself as because I love people so much. So I'm just so grateful for the community that I have. So. It's it's fun. It's it's all new. It's it's weird working for yourself. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I'm sure. But do you like the term influencer? Do you like being called an influencer?
1: I go back and forth because I think we're all influencers. Like I think we all influence each other. Like my mom influences me. Do you know what I mean? So I think It has like kind of a negative connotation to it now, but I don't mind it. It's like whatever you're comfortable with. I would never want someone not to feel like they can't DM me or email me or talk to me because like influencer has this like stigma of like this, celebrity kind of thing at this point so like I I love like being like I'm more of like a community person
0: definitely yeah you totally have connected me with people I mean simply society is amazing I've like met so many awesome people through that and I love that you're trying to help everybody like follow their passions I mean honestly you were one of the reasons I finally jumped into this thing why did you decide to do that why did you decide to branch off into that
1: I feel like I definitely have over the years talked a lot about blogging and like giving tips for like new influencers or new bloggers or you know anyone trying to grow their brand on the internet and then I started writing about that on my blog and the posts were getting good traction and I feel like there was like a disconnect between like I have this great audience of people who's interested in the content I create around fashion and beauty and home and then there was this other like kind of more specific niche thing where I felt like I'd be able to better serve people on like maybe like just like a slightly more separate platform but something that's still mine
0: do you still do tips on simply by Simone or you like kind of wanted to make it a separate but similar thing
1: I do it when it makes sense so like I'll do tips for like maybe editing your photos because a lot of people are just kind of interested in that and it's like an interesting topic but if it's writing an Instagram caption or like uh, streamlining your content or a media kit. I feel like that's just so specific. Like the regular person who's following me because they found me because of a mascara that I use. It keeps a little bit separate. It makes it a little bit more special for the girls. I think it makes the the space a little bit more comfortable because, you know, when you have like 60,000 people on Instagram, it's like you comment and you almost feel like, oh, like everyone she knows is going to see this. But if it's like account with like, Two 300 followers. It's just a little bit more intimate. Yeah, that totally makes sense.
0: I definitely can see that in the content that you put out on, on both, the difference in that. And obviously like you're giving people tips to help them grow and grow their brand or their business. What is like your tip? How did you grow your following? How did you do it? I'm like pretty
1: relentless. So I've done almost anything and everything. Like I've gone through commenting on every single person's post, finding people like liking their posts, commenting, following, engaging. Um, like I've done giveaways. I've done, I mean, I've done everything. I've done Pinterest. I've done Reddit. You could reply, like you could put like your blog post on Reddit. Like you could do, there are so many different things you could do to get your content out there. And I do think like, I have been like, relentless in the pursuit to like grow my brands and just like learning what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, reading different books, like how to tell a brand story or like influencer by um, Brittany Hennessy. Like I've like read and done all the things. I really felt that I also had this great background where I have all this information and that I'm like able to kind of share it in a digestible way with what I feel like works best.
0: It's so hard. I feel like nowadays, at least from what I've seen, it's harder to grow now. So do you have any tips for people that are trying to grow in like, it's kind of a saturated industry. I mean, influencing podcasting, even how do you differentiate yourself and how do you make yourself unique?
1: So the first thing like with being unique is like, you always have to go back to like your core values and who you are. Right. And it's so funny, like back to basics, but like who are you? Like at the most like fine level, like what is like, to me, like honesty and integrity. Like I hold that so high. Like I always like to say I'm honest to a fault. Like I never lie just because like, it's too much work. So, but like, what, how do you integrate those things into your, like first and foremost into your content? And then after you're kind of there and you feel like you're doing that and you're providing value and, and you got the content thing down where the content makes sense. I think that the best and the quickest way to grow, the first thing is going to be either partnering up with, say, like other people who are like starting out, like me and you. Like, I'm on your podcast. Like, I will get introduced to your audience. Like, I will repost this on my feed. My audience will get introduced to your podcast. Partnering up with other people, like, it's like mutually beneficial, right? So, you could do a couple different influencers and you're all sharing each other's style, right? So, you could reach out to a brand and say, hey, like, can, you know, like, or, they offer to gift you something. Can you repost my stuff to your stories? Like just looking for different ways to tap into different audiences versus like relying on Instagram's organic growth because it's not really there anymore. Right. And then the other way is looking to platforms where there is actual organic growth, like Pinterest or TikTok and putting your time in there. And what's easier about Pinterest is number one, it's like, Everyone like Pinterest has like been around for a while. It's a search engine. You can repurpose content that you've already made. You don't have to make like all new content on TikTok, but like TikTok, you do have an opportunity to grow really quick and open yourself up to another audience and then push those people to like say Instagram, if that's what you choose to do or your website, if you're selling something. So I think those are like strategically, besides like just hitting it big on a couple hashtags or like getting lucky and getting like published in an article that like, you know, or doing something crazy that gets you a lot of attention. Those are like going to be your more strategic ways to like get the job done.
0: You touched on something that I love. I know you love TikTok. I've seen your TikToks. I love them. Uh, What is your thought on TikTok in general and these TikTok influencers, these like 15 year olds that are just, they shot through space and they're huge now, like doing crazy deals and getting music deals and What's your thought on the whole TikTok culture? Because it really blew I,
1: up. Oh God, I love I love it so much. I love social media. So like it does so much for me. I think it's so amazing. I think it's amazing to see like these young kids and like they, you know, especially when it's done right. And like, I always like worry because it's like in the beginning, like I don't know if you remember like the big, like what was it, like Vine and like you kind of saw like the scrutiny and everything that they, they go through, and even now like the new like TikTok generation, like what they go through, like that I really feel for them there because it's like they're like just regular like kids, you know what I mean? Like Charlie D'Amelio was like from Connecticut, like she's a regular like your next door neighbor girl, and I just that's like the thing that like that makes me kind of like you know sad, but hopefully they're like a new generation of that. I mean, I guess like the YouTubers were like our generation of it, and you yeah. know it's just amazing to see like that you can like as long as like you're like true to yourself, like you really can. It could be any of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the opportunity is there, and just having that mindset you don't care what other people think about you. And like, look at like Addison Ray was like, you know, she just did it. Like she decided she like was a dancer and she was having fun. I mean, look at it, look at it now, you know, like that was like the smartest thing she could have done. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: I mean, TikTok is so crazy and you're right. It's such an organic growth because you just scroll through these videos. You find amazing things. You like it, you follow it. I mean, you did touch on something as well when you were talking about Addison and that's like, not caring about what other people think. And like in today's day and age, it, that's so hard. There's so much pressure with social media, with comparing ourselves. I know I feel it a lot. How do you deal with that pressure? Because social media is your everyday. It's not only your personal life, it's your professional life. And how do you deal with that pressure of comparing yourself or your brand to others? Of course,
1: I think that, um, I wanna say like last year, my big, it was my big year of like soft scrolling. And I, I, along with like scrolling less on the Instagram feed, I also like unfollowed people that made me feel like I'd never get to where they were. You know what I mean? That they were just like so uber successful that like you couldn't even emulate them anymore. And then, you know, just like stepping away and like, just the less you kind of consume almost the better. And like, just if Instagram isn't working for you, like put your energy elsewhere because it's not you And again, like I hate saying, oh, the algorithm, blah, blah, blah. Like, like just to like even put your content on TikTok and see like the reach that it gets there. Like it, it is partially the algorithm. Like I don't have like five grand a day to blow into Facebook ads like a huge company does. Yet I'm basically, we're basically in the same bucket as them on Instagram, right? We're all businesses. So just being able to kind of like step away and realize like the reality and like rationality of the situation. And that, you know, again, like go to your friends, like go to your hype girls, like go to the people who understand, because like a lot of the times, like my immediate friends, my like long time friends, like they also don't necessarily have the answers for me because they think I'm doing a great job and they don't understand like the back end of it but having the community of people who understand like the struggles and like how to persevere and that are going to be your cheerleaders, like that's who you, that's only, that's the only people you should surround yourself with. So, and going to them and saying, Hey, like, Oh my God, like, I, like nobody sees my stuff. Like, I feel like such a loser. I only got like, you know, a couple hundred, like I have all these followers. I only got these, you know, likes and stuff, you know, being able to have that support system that says, Oh my gosh. No, like, let me like, I'll reshare your stuff. I'm going to like, I'm going to make sure I'm going c- to comment on everything now. And it was so great. And it's like, you know, it's not you, like it was a really good photo. So, so just more positivity, less of the negative side. Yeah. You got to step away from it. It, We all, we are, we, everyone goes there. It's not like me saying that, that I don't feel like, Oh, like I'm never going to succeed at this. Cause some days I wake up and I'm like, I am like the biggest loser ever. Like I used to leave my house and go to work every day. Like it's weird, you know? And the rest of the world is going through the same thing, but I, it doesn't matter. Like sometimes you still wake up and you feel like, what am I doing? Like on the internet?
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you ever feel pressure or like I don't know, do you ever feel weird about the content that you put out? Is there ever any any like posts that you put out that you're like, second guessing, pushing that button? Like, is there any reason for
1: that or anything that you've experienced like that? I think I definitely personally do filter myself on the internet like you don't and I think everyone is like the highlight reel and everything but I'm like a Libra so I'm a people pleaser I don't want to ever hurt anyone's feelings like I care about like everyone so like I I want to be true to myself but I also want to be like conscious and empathetic of like what other people might be going through or how things might seem like I never want to seem tone deaf. And you know, again, like this is a brand that's based off of who I am. So everything can feel very personal. So as long as you are like, you know, chasing is like liking and commenting and tons of giveaways and like not sharing that valuable content that really gets like your core community, like to be there for you. Like as long as you're being true to yourself and you're attracting the right people, their views should basically always align with your views. Right. So it's like, I like beauty, but I like clean beauty. So like, right. So it's like, it's not like just all encompassing all beauty brands. Right. It's like, I try to skew towards this or I like fashion, but I like to really pop in sustainable fashion. So like other people who are interested in that, it's not going to be someone who says, well, I can't even afford that. You know, you look like an idiot for sharing a $70 top. Like, it's just not my audience.
0: Yeah. It seems like you really focus on the people, like the community building and making those connections. I mean, I know you, you call yourself like a connector, like you love connecting people. Have you always been like that? Like making friends and like
1: meeting new people? Is that something that you've always done? Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Um, I was actually like painfully shy when I was young. Like when I, I'm an only child, so I didn't have like obviously enough siblings, right? So it's like you, you're not really around tons of other kids. So like you're more to yourself, you're quiet. I went to a Catholic like elementary school. So everyone had a lot of siblings. Like it wasn't just like it was like there were like multiple people that like I, you know, grew up with through the stages who had four or five, you know, siblings, you know? I was painfully shy. And then my mom, like, I was like, oh, maybe I should do cheerleading, start cheerleading. I think I remember the day that like, they made us like lay on the floor with our feet up. And like, you have to like scream the cheer, like in like a, like, you know, like while holding your abs in this whole thing. And I remember crying to my mom. I hated yelling. I hated raising my voice. It like, it like was, and, and I stuck with it. And that I think is one of the things that like kind of broke me out of that, like, painful like shyness and then just like going through the experiences like we all do like it sucks going to an event alone and having to make friends I love people but like it it doesn't make it easy because like you could always be like shot down like you could always go up to like the group of girls that's like not really interested in you and they don't want to like include you in their conversation and they're just like I feel like such a loser Oh, yeah. But, like, just – you got to – if it's something that you want to do and you think you could really help people, it's just, like – even I feel like – I feel like anyone who even, like, enjoys people, like, you go through it, you know? Oh, 100%. I mean, I literally talk to
0: people for a living, like, on the radio and wherever. But still, if I have to be in a situation like a networking event, it's always so hard to go up to someone, like, hand them your card or
1: something and tell them about
0: what you're doing. I mean –
1: Honestly, the easiest thing was the more you did it, the less like you just feel like, oh, you know, it like rolls off your back just like anything else. Like, you know, the first few times are like uncomfortable and scary. And it's a weird part of the human experience. And I I always try, especially when I host events myself, like make people feel like they could all definitely approach me if no one else. And like, again, like as a connector, like saying like, oh my gosh, like I actually know you as a person, like you should talk to this person. And I think that's the important thing. And that's how people feel like welcomed and you get through that. Yeah, definitely.
0: And at the end of the day, it is really just all about the people. Like the content you're putting out there is for the people. Like you're creating these connections. I know you have uh, the Westchester bloggers as well, which is a huge group of influencers in our local area. What made you specifically want to make your content be in Westchester?
1: I just felt like there wasn't really anybody else doing it. And I was like, you know, there was a lot of foodies who are like very specific to food. And, you know, growing up, I think you the same thing. You're like, Oh, I'm just gonna like move away when I'm older. Like, I don't know why people live here. Like we, I mean, it's a really cool place to live. So again, like to showcase like Westchester and like, just like a, maybe like a cooler, like light. And now, I mean, now more than ever, it's super cool because like everyone's leaving the city and like dredges. So I'm like, Westchester. I know. I know. It's true. Especially
0: it's like the COVID exodus. Like everyone's just like, I don't want to be stuck in a city. Like it's it's yeah. crazy. Um, so what is like your favorite kind of content to post?
1: Oh, that's so hard. I know you post a lot of different stuff, but like I'm, I'm curious. I know. And that that's also part of the problem. If you're trying to like do something, just pick one thing and stick to that. I've always loved fashion and I started with fashion, but my tagline has always been like fashion and inspiration for a stylish lifestyle. So like I started with like a motivation Monday blog post and then like Wednesday was like accessories and like Friday was fashion Friday. Right. So it's not just like, it's about like how like the clothes and like the, like how things like almost like, make you feel and how you feel on the inside, because like you could look good on the outside and feel like cruddy on the inside. And then it, it doesn't really matter what you're wearing and like what you got, but like eventually it's kind of just evolved because like, you know, fashion as much as like, I like love, love, love it. I mean, being in New York city, I think I even almost felt like more disconnected, just like so much that's out there. It's just so like incredible, like the creative process and like working for a global fashion brands, like just seeing like the sample room. It's just, it it really is just an incredible industry, but business wise, you know, like the rest of the world, like who's my market when I'm like super specific like that. So just sharing myself and like sharing like my own, like kind of more trials and tribulations and asking the questions and having the conversations with people who have similar interests to me is kind of like, I guess that's my, like my favorite content. My favorite content is when like, I find that other people that follow me are interested in it.
0: Where or what is your favorite social media platform or your favorite platform that you use or that is your go-to?
1: I feel like it's been a while since like Instagram was my favorite platform. I do feel kind of stuck with it to be quite honest because that is what, you know, your brands will look to for like partnerships. So I of course like put my time there because I have to, but I feel like Instagram has not really held up its end of the bargain for a while. It doesn't really feel like a community to me. It doesn't, I feel like I I really do try more now more than ever to make people feel like it's social. Like, so I think now, I mean, I, of course, like want to say TikTok, but I'd say before TikTok, I um, like Pinterest was like, really, it's super creative. You could find the coolest people, the coolest outfits, the coolest content that you've never seen before on Pinterest. So I love that now I'd say like I get so worried like I hope TikTok doesn't go away because I really do enjoy it I think it's so funny I think the community aspect of it and the challenges that all people like take their own creative spin on and participate in and the music and like it's video it's just again it's something that's really really like exciting and just I think was done the right way so
0: Have you heard that Instagram is now gonna try to do some sort of TikTok feature? They're trying to like take the creators. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be called um, Instagram Reels. And I just think the, the thing about TikTok is that people get to see your content. And I feel like that was like really the draw with YouTube as well at first was that like brands and agencies paid for ads and you got paid from those ads on your content versus on Instagram. It's not like you could put an ad on, like you would, a brand has to reach out to me specifically to put an ad on my photo. I have to agree on the creative concept, the wording, how that brand is presented on my feed. It's not like they could just like smush in uh can you just post this one day? Because it's just like not the nature of Instagram. So basically you're competing, like you're a small like duck and you're competing with these big like animals on Instagram. So I think reels like, And I know they had also said that they'd allow like brands to like put advertisements on the videos and it all makes sense. And I like, again, like I hope it works out well, but like I just feel like they're never going to be able to compete with TikTok unless the organic reach is there. People are tired of like who wants to create stuff like day in and day out. And like, even like with, even with Pinterest and even with putting my time in these different places and like pushing out this value and creating these communities, it's a lot of work. And if you have a full-time job and you're looking for a side hustle, you're almost better like trying to make something and sell it on Etsy before you want to become an influencer, you know? Yeah.
0: It's, it's so hard. And I think what I love about what you do as far as simply society goes and just sharing your tips is for someone, especially like me, who's like getting started and putting, you know, myself out there now and and content out there, you give real tips. And I love that your biggest tip is like, be real, be yourself. And like the following and the growth will come. Um, As far as like Instagram goes, I know you said it's not your favorite platform, um, but social media in general, do you think that as an influencer or someone who's creating content that you should branch out and maybe do multiple things? Are you someone who believes in like getting out of your comfort zone a little bit, branching out, trying new mediums? Like what do you
1: think about that? I think first and foremost, as like a business person, you need to know like what's putting money in your pocket, right? So like your energy does need to go there and you need to know where your audience is. And again, like my audience is really a lot. It's like on my blog and it's on Instagram. And like, you do have to serve those people because that is like your, those are the people that like, that's your community show up for them first. And then of course, like I think it's great to do other things. And if you want to grow and like build your business, like I think it's important to try new things like within reason, because you also can't stretch yourself so thin that you're not able to give what you need to like, again, the community that you have. So like, I think you got to pick one thing and start there. I mean, if you look at TikTok, there are people who have created TikToks and created websites so that they could shop their TikToks. There's nothing else on their website. So it's like, you, you just got to choose one thing. Okay. And one
0: final question before we jump into some of the more pop culture-y kind of things. How do you, manage your time. I mean, you were doing this with a full-time job. Right. Uh, as someone who has a full-time job, um, has other things going on, I mean, it's hard to like find the time to create the content, to you know, create the stuff that's going to promote it and like reach out to people. How do you manage
1: your time? What are your tips and tricks? For me, it was easier when I had a full-time job, believe it or really? not. Really? Because I feel like my priorities were very in check and I was very disciplined about what I needed to do because I only had limited time there's no one like looking over your shoulder like you are your own boss and then like then i feel like guilty i'm like you know i'll show up for someone else every day and i'll do all the right things cuz i feel like they have their finger on me and then i can't do that for myself so i mean that that's kind of crazy like now i feel like it's harder than then because yeah. Again, when you only have like Saturday and Sunday or you only have like a Tuesday morning, like you're going to, if you want to get it done, like you have to discipline yourself and you'll get it done. But now I'm like, I have seven days a week. Like <laughs> la-di-da-di-da. I'm like, no, I'm like on TikTok in a black hole. And I'm like, oh God. And then you just feel horrible. So oh, yeah. Um, I try to like put my phone away now, like more than anything. Like I try to step away from my phone. I like to make like checklists of things that I want to get through, have to get through during the week. Um, You know, the things that are going to bring in money, the fun things. It's a learning curve for sure.
0: I think there's a learning curve for everything in life. Everything. But yeah, literally everything. Okay, so I just have a couple of questions. What is your guilty pleasure?
1: I feel like it's weird because I'm not – I, can I say ice cream? I love ice cream. Yeah. At night that? in bed. Oh, what, what flavor? Um, I like the Haagen-Dazs ones in those, like, little cartons. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> or, like, good. Ben and Jerry's. Um, but, like, cookies and cream is, like, like my ride or die.
0: Ooh, that's good. We'll get you a sponsorship with Hagen Dazs. That's next.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, what is your drink of choice? Could be like a coffee drink or alcohol drink, whatever. Like
1: aperol spritz.
0: Really? I've never yeah, had one. Stop that! I know. I've never had one.
1: Oh god, it's my favorite thing. Come over, you'll have a spritz. Like I, I, 100%, I can't I'm there. get enough.
0: Okay. What is? Because we're gonna talk about fashion, of course. What is your least
1: favorite trend right now? I feel like everything is such a trend now. I know. Um, I don't love those. Um, Chanel recently came out with like the gladiator. It's not a gladiator sandal. It's like, do you remember those? Like it's like the black sandals that have like the, sh- the Velcro straps over the toes and around the ankle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to call them, but I, it just, even Chanel, it doesn't really do it for me. But then like my fashion sense, is kind of like, those are kind of cool. And I don't know if I'll I'll do that. I've been trying to like um, stay in my lane and like not participate in every single trend like a couple years ago, like was it two or three summers ago I had like a lot of gingham and it's just like you always end up regretting it a little bit <laughs> yeah
0: you know I always see trends and I'm always like I'm I'm not gonna do that and then like a year later it's still around and I'm like okay I guess I'm gonna do it like a biker short I always was like oh I'm never gonna just go out in public in biker shorts and like big shirts and this year I'm like it's like the perfect casual outfit
1: like it well, I, I don't know we- also lived through I feel like those jean shorts that were cut over the knee that were like biker shorts but they were like I never really liked those so like when I saw biker shorts my initial reaction was like Negative because of that like old jean short thing.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember Bermuda the Bermuda shorts. Is that what they were? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I
1: I never. I
0: mean, I wore them because everyone did, but I feel like that was just everything in high school. Like we all had those phases of like wearing the Vans and thinking we were all punk rock and we were all Avril Lavigne. Like I did all of that stuff, but now I'm like, oh, not a good idea. Which is actually a really good segue because for you, we're gonna do a little bit of a basic fashion hot or not. So I have a few things on here that um, some people have called or currently call or whatever, like basic fashion trends from the past, from now, whatever. Um, And I just want to get your hot take on them. Are you ready?
1: Yes, I'm ready. Okay. First one, Ugg boots. Not. Not? Really? I haven't worn Uggs in like four years. I think they're comfortable and great. And I I would still like when my feet are pulled, I think it's cool. But I don't know. Sorry, Ugg. (laughs) I lost lost a partnership, but no. Uh, What about leggings as pants? Hot. Leggings have evolved a lot. I agree. Leggings are now pants. Uh, Juicy couture tracksuits. I want to say not, but I like kind of vibe with a matching set. As long as it doesn't say juicy on the butt, it, it could be hot. Okay. They could like be kind that. of cool. We all wore those in high school. I won't throw my own away because they cost me $400 and I don't know what to do with them. But I remember saving my money at the time and I'm like a hoarder and I'm like, I will not throw these away.
0: No, you can't. I have like coach bags that I bought with my money and I'm like, oh, I, don't, I wouldn't really wear them now, but what am I supposed to do with it? I'm not going to get rid of it. Hoard it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay.
1: Oversized sunglasses or the really, really tiny sunglasses. I'm going to go with tiny, but I feel like, like classic wise, you could probably get away with like an oversized, like Jackie O kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. But if I had to choose one forever, I'd go oversized, but like right now I'd say tiny. Perfect. I, I like the really little ones. I
0: keep thinking of like this Mary Kate and Ashley picture in my head, but I see them all over though. I'm telling you, TikTok is bringing back old trends. Have you noticed that on TikTok? Did you hear Addison Rice say like low rise jeans are going to be in? I was like, I don't like you anymore. (laughs) No, that's the one thing. Like, Every, no. No way. Every time I see Britney Spears post in, a like, a low-rise short. She's the only one who's allowed to. How about we just let her
1: own that, and, like, the rest of us will not participate ever?
0: I'm down with that, because she looks great. No one rocks it better. But I will never want to wear that out, ever. Mm-mm. ever um okay last one the athleisure brands from the 90s that are now really big again so champion adidas puma any of those um that ride or die yes
1: yeah so good you can't even get your hands on that stuff anymore i know
0: do you remember when champion sweatshirts used to be like 12 dollars, and now they're like 90 dollars? yes that's what trends are right like it's just it's a circling yeah. of trends and i'm sure as like a you know, fashion blogger influencer. You
1: love following that. Is that something that you like? Love to follow and and try. Me, yes. And me and one of my girlfriends were talking about recently how like you used to be able to go on like say like the real real or like all the, like secondhand stores like a couple years ago and like a Fendi branded or Dior brand brand vomit bag was like eighty dollars and nobody wanted it. And now I'm just like, why didn't we? We just like look at each other and we're like, we have to be smarter the next time around because like. They're like, they're all like, they're like $600 now. It's the same thing. It's nuts. And it's It's used. It's vintage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I I love love following it. I love seeing it. I love that. It's like a constant, like people say change is bad, but I think like there is something so like
0: exciting and yeah. And then the newness goes away and it's just normal. And then it happens again. (laughs) Yeah. It's a circle. Um, all right, Simone. So just to wrap it up, what
1: does basic mean to you? So basic means to me, I think we deal with so much like noise now, right? Like trends and there's just so much information out there. And like basic to me is like your core, right? Like you, like that's like basic is where you start, you know? And like, whether it's like, you know, you're the girl who loves like a pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte, but like, that's like where you start. And then it's like, maybe you're this cool. You have like the coolest like Halloween decor in your house, right? Like that's like who you are as a person. So like, basic to me is like that, like that, like very like minimal level of like who you are, what you love, like what you stand for. And like, it's just um, like a tool that like you build on.
0: I love that, especially cause I love a pumpkin spice latte. So that's where I start. That's my they basic. They really
1: do taste like, I don't love them, but they taste like fall. So I'll do it every once in a while. Like, hmm.
0: yeah, I think it's because I love fall so much and just like the comfort of fall that I, anytime yes. I can just get a pumpkin spice latte, it just makes me feel like cozy and just like, Ah, uh, I love it so much. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, all right, Simone. So I want you to plug it in right now and tell everybody where they can follow you, where they can find you.
1: I am Simone, and my Instagram handle is at simply by Simone. On Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and if you go on my Instagram bio, you'll find Simply Society, which is simply underscore underscore society because someone else took the other handles. And yeah, I'm excited to meet all of you on the internet.
0: I love it. Well, Simone, thank you so much for doing this with me. I hope you'll come back again and we can talk some more basic fashion trends or some other fun stuff. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you.